Hello, and welcome to In the News. I'm your host, Crystal Carmen Stevens, and with me as always is Father William Weary. Father Weary, how are you? Very well. Happy New Year, everybody. Good to be here with you, Crystal, and with all of our listeners. Happy New Year to everyone. Um, I'd like to start off this week with a little bit of looking back to our Christmas beginnings, and uh, I'd like to look back to the country of Nigeria and uh, talk about um, the sadness that happened there, the absolute devastation we had. 160 people killed and 300 wounded by Muslim extremists in in Nigeria. Um, Absolutely terrible. Father, what what can you say about that? Uh, that? This is going on all around the world. People don't realize how persecuted Christians are in many countries, um, not just because of an alternative religious thing, but North Korea, which is atheist to communist and um, other such uh, countries. Uh, many, many of the, let's face it, uh, you know, the radical Muslim countries, Saudi Arabia, Christianity is illegal. You cannot practice it at all. And this this is just beyond the pale. On Christmas Eve, uh, there's some jihadist groups that have been named. I thought about Boko Haram right away, which is yeah. uh, very active in Nigeria, but apparently it's not on the radar screen. And this is, uh, Christians do deserve from the government. And I, I did read that uh, the uh, Church leaders, Christian church leaders are criticizing the government for being, you know, not favorable toward the Christian faith. So there's a substantial, it's almost, I believe, almost half and half Muslim and Christian uh, in Nigeria, with Christians being about half and half Catholic and Protestant. Yeah. So uh, this is, this is just uh, terrible. Of course, we could also, you know, our own school shootings, and uh, there's four so far here, not religiously based, not targeting religion necessarily, public schools. The recent one in in Iowa, uh, terrible. Uh, four, Absolutely terrible. Uh, four so far in 2024 in the United States. Four school shootings in just, uh, gosh, uh, less than a week. Um, so uh, the devil very much is is a play here, and it's really one one of the one of the antidotes, if I can put it that way, is is going to be what we'll talk about later. The holy name of Jesus, and it's going to yes. be prayer and devotion, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, as, as well as practical measures to take to in, ensure security. We are very security conscious in my two parishes here in the middle of nowhere. Really? Oh, my gosh. Uh, especially the one parish, the, the larger parish. We have teams of of, of men basically packing heat in, on a rotating basis. We have we lock the doors uh, right after. Uh, oh, gosh. Right around the first reading. We lock the doors. Uh, a security person is there to let latecomers in. Have you guys had any sort of um, threat? A little bit. Or, yeah, really. A little, a little. Yeah, we've had a little. Uh, a, a little bit. We had a guy come in um, some years ago, uh, just a townie walking around up around the altar and all that during communion. Anything could have happened. Nothing happened. Thanks be to God. Thanks and, be to God. Um, then uh, I was getting some. I don't know about death threats, but uh, some hate. Um, email after I made a, a statement about LGBTQ, and, and I uh, was getting some, and people were concerned about that staying away, even staying away from church for a couple of weeks because they thought there was going to be a vandalism and violence. Sure, so, sure. So it's, um, it's something that I think um we all need to we need to pray for for mercy. Yeah, and, uh, and, need- and I hope the Nigerian government steps up to you know ensure ensure greater security for for the christian churches well it's my understanding that in their constitution there's no there's not there's supposed to be security of religious freedom 
Absolutely. their constitution. But I do understand that, you know, both their president and their vice president are are both Muslim and they kind of turned a blind eye to the things that are going on over there. But let's pray for those people. And remember that the whole world is just in a big turmoil right now. And we really need to, to do a lot of mercy asking. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, it's I have read here that um, they are looking at 4,500 Christians killed in Nigeria in this year. and 5,000 last year. Oh, gee whiz. Yeah, so let us pray for those souls and let us pray for conversion, for mercy, for people who, you know, none of us want to, we don't wish harm on anybody else just because you think differently from us. Right. You know, that's just not something. Um, I'd also like to talk about um, January 3rd was uh, the holy name of Jesus. Yes. And I thought this was the most beautiful quote by St. Bernardino Siena. Can I read this out to you? Sure. This is that most holy name, longed for by patriarchs, anxiously awaited, called upon amid cries of suffering, invoked with sighs, implored with tears, given with the fullness of grace. That is beautiful. That's St. Bernardine of Siena. Right. Uh, 15th century mm-hmm. uh, um, Franc- Franciscan priest. And he was the one who really promoted uh, the holy name of Jesus. They used to be very prominent in Catholic parishes. The Holy Name of Jesus Societies. I don't know a lot about them. Um, I don't think they're that active anymore, but mostly men. There's a website. Is there? There is a website. If you Google the Holy Name of Jesus Society, you will find a website, and it will tell you all about the devotion and all about everything associated with the Holy Name. Well, it was largely formed to uh, militate against taking the name of the Lord in vain, swearing and using the Lord's name, especially among men, oh, it was, it was, it was very. It could be very common, still is. Uh, and whenever I hear even just the name of God, I, I kind of cringe. Uh, using use ca- in a cavalier fashion, like on on TV, on sitcoms, every and- television show, there's a JC with such emphatic negativity behind it that it it makes me. I don't me know if I've heard JC that much, but I do hear God yeah. a lot. Um, and they should switch to gosh or golly or something like that. And in conversation, I I heard a tip that if you're in a group, you know, you're talking, somebody says either JC or G-O-D, you mm-hmm. say out loud, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I had a, a, a conversation with my niece over the holiday season. She was playing a video game and out of her mouth comes JC when something oh, bad happened. Oh, and I was, you know, the first thing I say is blessed be the name of God. Blessed be the name of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then I had to enlighten her. And she told enlighten me her. that's what she hears everywhere all the time yes. as a yeah. curse, as a swear. And I'm sure. like, no, you can't do that. Some things uh, are sacred. How old is she? She's 15. 15, yeah. Well, it, it's, so, it's so common among in that age group, I think, largely uh, by the Internet, driven by the Internet and movies yeah. and TV. And the, the name of Jesus said devoutly is very powerful. And I'm saying prayers out loud now when I'm even by myself. Somebody told me to do that. That it chases away the demons. They can't stand if there's demons in the room or evil spirits. They cannot stand the name of Jesus and Mary and the prayers that are said. And that impressed me. So I'm starting to say prayers out loud just for that reason. It's very powerful. Yeah. When we were taking care of my husband's grandmother, um, I said a lot of holy name of Jesus. That's great. Yeah, when I was 
when I was growing up, we didn't use the name of Jesus a lot. It was our Lord mm. or, or Christ. Um, and um, it was a, sort of a reserve for special occasions. I mean, it wasn't absolutely forbidden, but people did not did not use it that much. There was that maybe that sense of perhaps misplaced sense of sanctity that mm. you, you you would say say something else. Um, but, um, you know, certainly we can say it devoutly uh, out loud and with always with respect and thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. And we should be following that. Yes, we should. Yes, we should. I challenge everyone in 2024. Yeah. Watch your words. Good resolution. Yeah. And when you hear that blessed name taken as a curse, blessed be the name of the Lord out loud without any fear of any consequences. Sure. And consider that our Lord is hurt when his name is taken in vain like that. That is grievous to him. So we don't want to grieve the spirit that is within, as Paul says in one of his letters. No, we do not. Um, I saw a wonderful little um, New Year's resolution thing on the catholicexchange.com. Right. And as Catholics, they, they challenge us to make spiritual resolutions, not just the resolution to lose weight or to, you know, stop smoking, you know, right. make, renew your faith. Take this year and renew your faith. Read sacred scripture and go to confession. Yes. <laughs> About that, Father. Make a resolution. I'd say at least once a month to keep the uh, gears lubricated, uh, spiritually speaking, at least once a month. Those are great resolutions. Um, of course, Mass every Sunday. So many are, are blowing off Mass. Make a resolution. If you're doing that, make a resolution. Mass every Sunday. Make a resolution. Hey, if you're in an invalid marriage, uh, talk to the priest, make a resolution, talk to the priest and get it straightened out. If you have to take, if you have to get an annulment of a previous marriage, do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a hassle at, at times. So what? A lot of things are a hassle. Do it. And then do get it for your soul. Do it yeah. for your soul. Do it for All your right. soul. All right. So now we're going to talk about this. The Germans are very interesting to me. Ah, Very interesting because they think that, uh, one of the ways to battle the systemic cause of the sexual abuse crisis is to legitimize gay marriage. No, no. <laughs> Are they cuckoo? We're gonna, all right. Now we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about, um, I'm going to murder the pronunciation. Fiducia supplicants? Suplicons. That's pretty good. Suplicons. Okay. Suplicons. Yeah. Okay. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that is the latest writing from uh, the Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith, which um, talks about giving blessings to not only same-sex relationships, but irregular relationships. Right. Well, let me start off with this. A priest can give a blessing to anyone at any time in any place. Somebody comes up to me or two people come up to me and say, Father, may I have your blessing? Like even on the street or after mass or in Walmart, um, <laughs> every now and then. It happens, Father, may I have your blessing? I'm going to bless them. It's just a blessing. Now, it could even be, it could even be a notorious public sinner. Well, Father, may I have your blessing? I'm going to bless the person. Doesn't mean that I am legitimizing or approving of his or her lifestyle, but I'll give a blessing. How about an engaged couple that's living together and they are legion? Uh, they're all, it seems like they're all doing it. And heads up, everybody, uh, that's a sin of fornication. Also, public bad example, separate addresses uh, before the wedding. Nobody listens to me, but anyway. But anyway, an engaged couple, a guy and a girl now, 
coming up and I know they're living together. Father, can we have your blessing? I'll give them a blessing. It could be a simple, may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's the standard template, boilerplate blessing. Okay. Um, but a priest can extemporize a little bit, spontaneous. I'm going to say something, you know, stretch my hands out over them, say, say a blessing over them. Maybe in the content of the blessing, make reference to chastity, that they would be inculcated with the virtue of chastity. You could do that with a, with a gay couple as well. It's just a blessing. It's just a blessing. I'm going to have to take a break now. Father, give me a second to say thank you all for listening to In the News, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to In the News. I'm your host, Crystal Carmen Stevens, and along with me is Father William Weary. Father, I would really like to continue our conversation on these spontaneous blessings and what they mean to us as Catholics. Fernandez, who is the perfect for the dicastery of the Doctrine of Faith, who wrote this document. Um, When I read what I read about it, I was slightly surprised. This document is a lot less liberal than uh, people give it. Uh, credit of being it's not that bad uh and uh i think there's some over overreaction and i i know there's bishop national bishop conferences that are coming against it which which another comment i want to make the pope should stop picking on the church in the united states as being ideal ideologically uh backward and rigid because a lot of the pushbacks coming from all over the world it's coming from all over the world it's coming from the continent of africa it's coming from eastern europe it's coming from a lot of places uh, yes absolutely well the document's not that bad in my opinion um it says just you know informal they they should have done this differently he should have just issued a press release and said hey folks priests can give blessings to anybody anytime anywhere uh that doesn't mean you're does not mean you're approving of the lifestyle that they're in and and the cleric can use his own discretion in terms of whether or not he gives a blessing or uh, how he wants to phrase the blessing, but it, and then he, he would repeat. That would be book. too black and white. Yeah. That and would he, be too black and white. Pope Francis, I love Pope Francis, but Pope Francis is a politician. And, and he would include in that press release uh, what, what he already included in, in the document, and that is it's not, with it, not connected with the civil union, not a liturgy. Uh, not with the priest vested up, um, it just uh, in, in an informal blessing. That would be the way to do it. But what the document is, I think that's what the document is just saying. You can you can bless people. Now it gets a little confusing because he does talk about blessing couples, and and that sounds like uh, th- that was a, a, a unwise phraseology. It, it sounds like you're blessing the union, but he makes pretty clear in the language we're not blessing the. It does. A lot of the headlines say the blessing of of unions, of, mm-hmm. of uh, homosexual unions, and that's what's throwing people off. But if you read the document, it is um, informal, informal blessings. I was I welcomed his strong statements. There's not going to be, quote unquote, gay marriage in the Catholic no. Church. I really I was happy about let's give credit where credit is due. Yes, he's, he's not. We're not going to do that. And the LBGT. LGBTQ community um, is, is going to is is slowly getting that message, 
Uh, soon they're going to wake up. Some are now. Some groups are waking up that it really doesn't say that much. It doesn't really change any of the doctrine of the faith. Um, so, and I just, let me quote, uh, this is a paragraph 43. Okay. Therefore, even when a person's relationship with God is clouded by sin, he can always ask for a blessing. Stretching out his hand to God as Peter did in the storm when he cried out to Jesus, Lord, save me. Matthew 14, verse 30. Remember when, when Christ was sinking um, in, in the water. Uh, uh, so, uh, and, and there's other uh, there's, there's others uh, quotes as well. Uh, section 31, within the horizon, I'm quoting, within the horizon outline here is a possibility of blessings of couples in irregular situations and of same-sex couples, the form of which we should not find any ritual fixation on the part of ecclesiastical authorities in order not to not in order not to produce confusion with the blessing proper to the sacrament of marriage. Once again, just to repeat, uh, saying that it's not to be ritual, it's not to be uh, a, a, a liturgy. Uh, Fernandez, in a later comment, said the declaration contains a proposal for short and simple pastoral blessings, neither yeah. liturgical nor ritualized, of couples in irregular situations. I mean, it's my understanding from reading this article that like spontaneous blessings, you see a priest, yes. you know, after mass, father, yes. may I have your blessing? You know, you see a priest out on the father, you know, would you like to bless my rosary? <laughs> yeah. Now it's in somewhat intention with the 2021 response of the congregation for the doctrine of the faith to a dubium regarding the blessing of unions. And the question posed by some bishop somewhere to the congregation or the uh, dicastery for the uh, doctrine of the faith. Does the church have the power to give the blessing to unions of persons of the same sex? And the answer was negative. And then there was an essay of uh, explanation. Um, that wasn't the same perfect, though. That was, was that Cardinal uh, Sarah then? Ladari. No, that was uh, Cardinal Ladaria. Cardinal Ladaria. Different, different prefect. Different prefect. Uh, the predecessor of the, the current one. Okay. Uh, now, what I, said, I also saw from this article is that, you know, the the the, the man, the Cardinal Fernandez, who wrote the document, um, yes. is very emphatic at church teachings on sexuality and male holy orders. They're no longer further on the table for talking points. Yeah, I saw that. That is true. That that is also true. Uh, back to the dubium of a couple of years ago. And sure. people and I think the current declaration is a little bit in tension with that uh that response to the dubium but i think there's a compatibility there and it said uh cardinal ladaria said the answer to the proposed dubium that's a question can we bless same-sex union does not preclude the blessings given to persons with homosexual inclinations who manifest the will to live in fidelity to the revealed plans of god as proposed by church teaching rather it declares illicit any form of blessing that tends to acknowledge their unions as such, unquote. I'm satisfied. The current declaration makes that clear. You're not supposed to bless in any way that gives the uh, indication that the the union, uh, the relationship itself is being approved of. Uh, the, the the deficiency here, as some have pointed out, I think Father Chris Alar, who's a nationally known speaker, Divine Mercy, uh, says that uh, there's no great, great YouTube channel for everybody. Yeah, uh, this great YouTube Divine Mercy. You in reaching care. out to LGBTQ people, the C word never comes out of the Pope's 
mouth. Is that chastity? Yes. There's no call to conversion and to repentance there. And that's a real, that's a real lacuna. That is a real uh, gap there in, in all of this. Never He never speaks of that. And that's, of course, missing from the declaration as well. But I think the parameters set up are, are satisfactory. And the doctrine of the faith, the content, the deposit of faith is still preserved, perhaps just barely, but it is still that it doesn't, I don't think it crosses the line. Now, there'll be others who disagree with me, other priests even who disagree with me. Um, so there you have it. I mean, we're all God's children and we yeah. all are, you know, we all have a piece of of of, of God's love and right. there's nothing that anybody can do to change that. And, you know, all right. So Cameroon, yeah, you know, is one of those countries that thoroughly forbids all blessings of couples in a regular situation. They don't care, you know, right? Well, now. I don't know. Can a bishop, I mean, I don't know. Can a bishop step in and say, don't bless these people? Or, they or, did. Uh, it sounds like it. They totally it's, did. It, it sort of sounds like it. Um, but I bless people all the time. You know, informally, I don't a lot of times know what their background is. Uh, I may or may not know. And um, a little unusual for bishops or a bishop conference to step in and say, don't bless this category of people. Don't bless that category of people. Uh, there, there can be. I know uh, Fernandez did say that in countries that where homosexual homosexual activity is outlawed. Yeah. He said, use your own discretion. The bishops and, and the priests should use their own discretion and exercise prudence in those situations um so it's a case by it's a case by case thing yeah. and we're blessing people uh in these cases we're not necessarily blessing lifestyles sinful lifestyles or illicit unions love the sin or hate the sin yes that's it you know um but there was an article that i read about cameroon and it ended what i thought was a wonderful quote And uh, I'm going to read this to you, and then I'm going to ask you for your thoughts on it. We also invite them, meaning um, uh, lesbians and gay people, to turn away from their mentality of victimization, in which they take pleasure in considering themselves victims, weak minorities, in order to seize the opportunity to conversion that God gives gives us. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's very pointed. There's no doubt about it. Well, the call to conversion is very key. As as you know, I'm, I'm the priest for the Courage Movement, Encourage Movement mm-hmm. in the Diocese of Harrisburg. So I have I have some stake in all, all of this. And that's what Courage and Encourage is all about, calling people to chastity, to, to uh, repentance. Uh, certainly, you know, getting them out of the victimization mode. Right now, I mean, it's all being affirmed by society. It's hard to argue victimization, although they, they will target groups like the Catholic Church and others uh, who are, you know, negativizing uh, their, their their love for one another. But ne- nevertheless, uh, we issue the, the call to conversion and have recourse to all those who have same-sex attraction out there and are struggling with it yeah. um, and want to remain chaste and want to follow the church's teaching or reach out to me, um, Father William Weary, and we can talk and maybe get you, we have a once or twice a week, a once or twice a month courage meeting that that is available to all with same sex attraction and an encourage group also that's parents and family members. Oh, uh, good. 
I mean, we uh, all have things that we struggle with. We all have habitual sins that that, well, that we, we struggle with. And we have to always go for a deeper conversion, I think. My, my, the catechism, my... uh, they, they object to uh, LGBTQ, objects to the term disordered, to a homosexual love. But the, on the other hand, we're all disordered all by original sin. You know, we're all all disordered and we all walk with a limb. So and we have to realize that. And once again, I have recourse to the sacrament of penance. Every Saturday, it's offered somewhere. Every parish. Every and you can Saturday. always call and make an appointment at your you local can do parish that. as well. You can do that also. All right, my friends, it has been a wonderful New Year start, I think, this show. Thank you very much for listening. Father Weary, can you lead us out with a prayer for everyone who listens? Father and Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, Heavenly Father, keep us in your love. May this new year be great. Under the patronage of the, of the patroness of the United States of America, the Immaculate Conception, Keep, draw us closer to your son and may almighty God bless you all in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening and everyone have a wonderful time until we meet again. Thank you. Bye.